for tuning into our Zontas podcast and welcome. Wow, officially, it's almost the end of the year. Yay, we made it. I hope the new year brings us greater things than we expected. So, I was supposed to have a guest speaker today, right? But, well, um, he couldn't record with me because of his very busy schedule but he came up with the topic for today and the reference materials i used so are you guys surprised are you guys ready for today's topic today's topic is drum roll please i have no drum here today's topic is love with effort it's pretty unusual right well i figured that most people in relationships don't normally put in much effort like before so i had to talk about it and hey i have one big advantage right now i heard that people that are not in relationships have the tendency to give out good relationship advices because they tend to be unbiased while doing so so I guess it's a big point, alright? And without taking too much of our time, let's start immediately after the short break. Thank you. what's best for someone when you have their best interest in heart then but the real question goes like this how do you know when you're in love okay the truth is that being in love is different from love itself and it's definitely not that simple because it's easy to want what's best for someone when you really like each other a lot you know you you think they're perfect but there's no such thing as perfection right so eventually they're going to disappoint you and hurt you and you probably hurt them also so i guess i would say love is when love is when you see somebody completely for who they are the good parts and the bad parts and you still want to be on their team you still want to stand alongside them as you face the unpredictable and harsh world together. No matter what, just be glad if someone is on your team. It's not about trying to figure out what's best for this particular person. It's just about trying to stand by each other. You see that the bad parts of this person actually motivate you to want to stay with each other. It's not just focusing on the good benefits that this person also has. No person is perfect, just like I said, because one day you're going to hurt them and they're going to disappoint you, which they're going to show you that they're not perfect and they're not 100% equal. And 
it's not always hard for them to live in the way you've been seeing them all this while so you just need to try and stand alongside with them you just have to try and see them for who they are not try to envision them for someone that you want them to be no just think of it as putting too much pressure on someone and then they start pretending to make sure everything is nicer towards you and the likes i'm sure none of you want to be with someone that actually pretends to just to make you happy no that's not what love is love love is a beautiful language that exists between two people that understand themselves which brings me to the next topic we're going to talk about love languages you know according to research it shows that there are five love languages which refers to various people when they're in love they are words of affirmation receiving gifts acts of service quality time and physical touch i don't know i'm going to go on and on about these five different love languages so that you all can know which particular love language you have but i'm going to explain the five love languages to you immediately after this short break thank you very much guessing the break was very very short right so now we're going to go on with the five love languages the first one like I said words of affirmation people with words of affirmation as love languages they value verbal acknowledgement of affection including frequent I love you's compliments words of appreciation verbal encouragement and often frequent digital communication like texting and social media encouragement others man crush monday woman crush wednesday or something like that but even though i've not been anybody's own any day but anyhow you know these expressions make your partner feel understood and appreciated it makes your partner feel that yes you understand them to the core and you have their best interest at heart when you proclaim to them that you love them you compliment them you give them words of appreciation you encourage them when they are down and you often frequently call them you make them know that yes you're always thinking about them and you always remember them in every single thing you do and the second one is quality time People here feel most adored when their partner actively wants to spend time with them and is always down to hang out with. You know, they, they particularly love when active listening, eye contact, and food presence are necessary in the relationship. You know, there's kind of like when they're talking to you and you don't make eye contact with them, they can actually continue the conversation with you. I'm pretty much sure we've been with those type of people. And this type of love language is about giving your undivided attention i want you to put undivided attention in i'm quoting it right now with my hands like to that one special person without outside distractions or interference you want them to know that yes as long as you're with them nothing else matters to you you're that particular time is for them and for them alone you don't you're not thinking about work you're not thinking about other things outside you just you're just focusing on making them feel loved as at that time then the third one is act of service this type of love language is when you value your is like is when your partner 
goes out of their way to make your life easier. Things like helping when you're sick or picking up your clothes from the dry cleaner after you've had a busy day at work. Like helping out in so many of your activities, giving you so many, giving you different ways to make your life easier. Like this love language. I like the interpretation because it actually interprets that action speaks louder than words. Instead of words of affirmation, some people prefer acts of services because that's when they know their partner actually loves them. Action speaks louder than words. I like that. If that's your love language, wow, very good for you. Then gifts. The fourth one is receiving or giving gifts. You know, gifts is... A pretty straightforward love language and I'm going to quote Chapman because he said you feel loved when people give you visual symbols of love you, you know you, you you see that thing whenever you pass and you always remember that yes it's this person that gave it to me then it's actually not about the monetary value but the symbolic thoughts behind the item that counts just like they say it's the thought that counts I'm sure so many of us do that and people whose love language is receiving gifts enjoy being gifted something that is both physical and meaningful you know now the key is to give something meaningful that matters to them and not necessarily yours if your partner's love language is receiving gifts you have to give her something or you have to give him something that's meaningful to him or her not necessarily yours no don't try to force your your thoughts or your thinking into your partner's life. No, it's not really good. It kind of makes the relationship very, very stuffy. Then last but not the least, at least for now, is physical touch. People with this as their love languages, who they feel loved when they have when they physically when they receive physical signs of affection, including kissing, holding hands, cuddling, and other types that you can imagine. The physical touch can be incredibly affirming and serve as a powerful emotional connector for people with this love language. You know, they feel connected to their spouse or their partner when they receive physical touch from them. And most people with this feel the value of warmth and comfort that comes with physical touch. Just like when we were young, we feel that when our parents hug us or or give us warmth through their body it shows that they actually feel affectionate towards us and they actually love us so something like that when you feel with your partner it makes you so secure and it makes you want to just fall into everything that they have to offer to you so hey do you know which one is yours i don't know if we can have more than two types of love languages but whichever is yours i i hope you just pick out of it and also Chapman analyzed the results he got in the year 2012 and he found out that words of affirmation was actually the most popular love language. Like, can you imagine? But now, in the year 2018 till date, it has been analyzed that quality time was the most common and I can vouch for that because most of my friends that are in relationship, God, they really freak me out. You know, you see this see him in school you call him when you get home seriously don't you guys get tired they say no they like it when they spend time with each other so that's quality time and also the most 
important fact about love languages that love languages are useful tools to improve how people communicate and express themselves to each other but it's not a be all and end all solution for happiness no don't confuse it it's not what's going to make your love have efforts i just give you a pathway to make you understand that love language is a function as a starting point that sets couples on a journey to meet each other in a more profound way and self-regulate better but just know that it shouldn't exactly and actually stop there you should work your way up try to find out what each other likes best your partner may have more than one love language she may have two she may have three just try to meet up with it even though you can exactly solve all of our problems at once but you can always try to to keep his or her best interest at heart and not just try to make each other feel that mm, this guy oh since i'm dating a guy he must be perfect no you want them to always feel that you're on their team and you want you, you want them to always be on your team always and forever so it should start from you trying to make them feel very very comfortable when they're around you you don't want to make your your boyfriend or your girlfriend feel so edgy when they're with you thinking of how they'll calculate what they'll say to you no you don't need a man that calculates in his mind when he's with you or a woman that calculates when she's with you you need someone that is free and expressive and 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 they can always try to to make you see that yes this is when they are down you can be with you you can be a a female and you're dating someone and you you expect him not to show you his side when he's down no he needs encouragement from you he needs you to make him know that yes you're standing by him when he's down not that when he's down yet now trying to tell him that what if you're also down and he's like no boys and men they're also human beings they can cry and they can feel down and things can get to them a lot more than we actually think so i just want you all that are in relationships to put so much effort into your relationship don't just say because you're in a relationship you're going to end it all like that no try to make efforts don't let it be only the girl calling or only the guy calling or only the girl trying to put more attention into the relationship or the guy something like that relationship is two-sided both parties have to be involved in it for it to be called a relationship if not it's just called a crush so i really really hope that all of you that are in relationships can actually put it to a very very good use thank you for listening to azomta's podcast today wow and i'll see you all next year thank you adios ciao